the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two fans. No, no, no. Not fans. We're super fans of (laughs) Seinfeld. And we are giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back because we love giving it to you. That's right. I love giving it to you. Every single one of you. Dude, you love giving it to us in the bookstore? I do. I'll give it to you here, there, the bookstore, anywhere. Um, but not in the bathroom at the bookstore. That's just, uh, that's just uh, you know, it becomes tainted at that point. <laughs> yes. It's flagged. Now, today we are talking season nine, episode 17, The Bookstore. It first aired April 9th, 1998. Corey, my man, could you please give us the synopsis? Of course. And you're Adam, and I'm Corey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey! I forgot to do that. <laughs> that's all right. I, I threw you off a little bit. That's okay. Uh, the Bookstore. Jerry spots Uncle Leo shoplifting at a bookstore while George gets in trouble for taking a book into the bathroom. Elaine gets drunk at the office party and makes out with a co-worker. Kramer and Newman start a rickshaw business. All right. Lots of things happening this episode, so let's start our scene-by-scene breakdown. We start off at the apartment. Jerry leaves, and Kramer immediately goes through all his food and... Plays around in the apartment and messing with things. And, oh, my God, he's doing so much stuff, arranging stuff, and puts on a little show. What's the deal oh, with something? Oh, and I love this fake laugh. And I love oh. when he tried to put put the the couch into his, his house or his apartment, and he hits himself in the head, stepping over it. This was fun, dude. This was not fun, dude. I thought it was stupid. Oh, man. I was like, this is the best cold open ever. <laughs> it's just not. I didn't care for it. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely fucking adored this opening. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. It just it didn't hit me in the right spot. I was just like, oh, that wacky Kramer. Um, yeah, it's just it just was silly. I mean, sure. I didn't care for it. All right. Moving on. <laughs> At a fancy-ass bookstore, uh, George... Remember those? Heard 
Yeah, exactly. Not really. <laughs> so that, no, it has, it's been years. <laughs> uh, but uh, George heard it's the place to meet people. And so that's why they're there. Uh, then all of a sudden, George needs to go to the bathroom. He goes in and he grabs a big fucking book from the shelf. I'm immediately like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am not on George's side at all this episode. And I don't think we're not meant to be. Um, but just, I would say vehemently, I'm like, fuck you, George. Yeah, yeah. As And I think you're the same way as two people who kind of try to go to the bathroom, get in and get out. I think you and I land on Jerry's side in this episode. Yeah. I'm going to guess you, but I do. And uh, we're, you know, later on, Jerry's like, I don't read anything in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yes, just overall. But also, even if I did read in the bathroom, you can't take a big fucking book from the goddamn bookstore <laughs> into the bathroom. Now, I will say I noticed something very odd. In the DVD, um, the the little thumbnail that they give you, it's George holding the book sort of like looking back. They blur the book cover on the DVD. And now that's not on oh. the screen. Like it's on the actual booklet of the DVD. Uh-huh. So I guarantee you because the rights – they probably got the rights to show that book visually in, in, a, in a what a moving picture format, uh-huh. but they did not get the rights to show it in print. Essentially, yeah, you're probably right. that. That absolutely is true. So I bet, or I bet you're right because it's a it's a it's real book. Either. It's a real yeah, book. yeah, of course. So um, anyway, we find out Elaine is supposed to supposedly at some party. We find out it's the same one that she was dancing at last year. Then George and Jerry see Uncle Leo, and Jerry notices he steals a fucking book. And he's in Jerry's in shock, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, His no. uncle's a thief. <laughs> we cut to this Peterman party, and some asshole is asking her about dancing, and ha ha ha, of course. And even the caterer is like, oh, you know, if you're going to dance, we missed it last year. Make sure we want to see it. <laughs> and I love so. that. I, you don't see her dance this episode, but I love that yeah. it's almost essentially a part two to that, yes. or at least her storyline is. Oh, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a great callback to obviously they realized they had something there that this was a, a cla- it's already become a classic Seinfeld moment. So then music starts playing. I believe it's the exact same music that was played <laughs> last year. And Peterman gets out on the dance floor and he just kills it. He cuts <laughs> a, a rug, baby. Yeah, he does. <laughs> And then some guy named Zach, attractive dude, sits down next to her. And Zach is played by Jonathan Penner. I always just try to look him up, and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. nothing really notable or anything. But he was in the Tick live-action show with Patrick Warburton. Ah, Okay, cool. Nice little, uh, you know, thing that they... I'm sure sure they high-fived behind the scenes. We were both in Seinfeld, you know. I'm assuming... That Elaine and Putty broke up because of the whole hell thing, and I guess because <laughs> yeah, you know true, what, true. Oh, we get, we do, we get we get nothing. We don't even get. I don't know if we get a mention for about Putty in this one. She's just all of a sudden making out with this dude. We and, find out. And honestly, the way Putty and her are, this is fine. Like I don't even think yeah. about Putty. Like this is why yeah. I think you and I were like, why do we need an explanation? Like four or three episodes ago, why she's not with them. We don't need yeah. an explanation. Putty and no. her always are breakup makeup. Well, they yeah. The thing is like. They have shown us how toxic of a relationship it is. Exactly. It is on, off, on, off. It's like, I don't really care about this. She's banging someone else. It's fine because yeah. they're not really together. And then all of a sudden she had to get her bureau fixed. Ha ha. I like the funny joke. But it's like when they're not together, I get it. Yeah. They, they're just they're not together because they always break up. Yep. We don't we don't need a reason. So, yeah. So uh, George comes out of the bathroom and he puts the book back. But this dude sees him and he's like, whoa, 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 
Was that in the bathroom? <laughs> and I love how George goes, what do you want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the guy, of course, yeah, you've got to buy the book now, which naturally, yes, of course, he should. It's contaminated. Yeah. Yes. So uh, he complains it at uh, at Monks. He complains about it to Jerry and this whole thing. Um, he's going to decide he's going to return it when uh, different people are working later that day. So uh, Jerry is going to go see Leo soon. Um, Elaine comes in all disheveled. Apparently, we find out she has humiliated herself because she drank too much and made out with uh, some guy, that Zach guy, at the table during the office. And now she is the office skank. And George, unless you tell them you're dating. And I like how Elaine goes, oh, right. Because if we're dating, what everyone saw was just a beautiful moment between two lovers. And Jerry goes, as opposed to a spirited bout of skank as opposed to a spirited bout of Skanko Roman wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice little pun there. So, uh, at the apartment, Kramer is there with Newman, and they're talking about scheming on. They're talking about doing some silly rickshaw business because, um, you know, they talked about like uh, Hong. I think it was because this is like '97, so they were talking at the bookstore yeah, about Hong Kong going store, back exactly. to China and everything, which I think was in like the year 2000 or something. Mm-hmm. So it was getting close, and yeah. Uh, and then yeah, J- and then Kramer mentions like, why didn't the rickshaw ever come to America? And Jerry's like, yes, that's what we all need is slow moving wicker vehicles, you know, essentially in the city, yeah. which he's not wrong, you know. No, yeah, ridiculous, but um, but they're they kind of like are back and forth. Who's gonna pull it? And so they decide, you know what? Get the homeless to do it. They do have intimate knowledge of the street. They do, but, you know, as we know, they are deranged. (laughs) I Um, was hoping for a deranged callback. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been nice. So at Monk's, Jerry confronts Uncle Leo. Uh, Leo doesn't think he did anything wrong. It's not an issue. It's no big deal. I'm old. I'm an old man. I was confused. Oh, people steal all the time. We do it yeah. all the time. Exactly. I mean, they're terrible. If that's a thing, they're terrible. And we get confirmation that it's a thing later. And then he, so he has the ringing in his ear still. Is that from, that's from the explosion, right? That, that blew off his oh. eyebrows or in the, uh, that wouldn't make sense. I didn't think about that but you're probably right that's where i went to uh right away and then like this scene ends with like like him being like and someone hang up that phone and yells and the comment the camera kind of pans back and you can see ruthie cohen sort of laughing but you can tell it's not like a part of the script Mm -hmm. you know it's like her laughing i was Mm -hmm. like yeah ruthie i love (laughs) you and i do love seeing uncle leo by the way feels like it's been a while it, uh, yeah, it's it's. I agree. I can't remember the last time we saw him, but it has been a hot minute. I think it was the eyebrows. I think that was the last yes. time we saw him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Elaine tells people at the office that her and Zach have been dating, um, but she's talking to other Luther at this time, yeah. uh, or other Walter, <laughs> other, sorry, Walter other, other Walter, other yeah. Walter. <laughs> yeah. um, and which we won't find that out until next episode. Yes. Yes. You're right. But I actually really like that. I do too. I do too. <laughs> so. Uh, but she walks in on Zach making out with somebody in the mailroom. And she just is like, ah, whatever. And then he's like, wait, shouldn't you be upset? And so, yes, she has to fake <laughs> being upset. Oh, man. Kramer and Newman start to interview homeless guys. And we uh, see John Grease uh-huh. is back. We do. We saw John Grease play the homeless man 
in the beard yep. episode in season six. Yeah, Kramer John gave Grease. him Tupperware with food, but then wanted the Tupperware back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. John Grease, we talked about. He's Uncle Rico in Napoleon yep. Dynamite. He's been in the rundown, et cetera, a bunch of stuff. A million. Things. And one thing I particularly like, his name is <laughs> Rusty. Yeah. That's God. I, that's great. That's fucking great. Exactly. I uh, I didn't even need Kramer to say I knew a horse named Rusty because honestly. I already got it. And I was like, oh, my God, he is going to pull the rickshaw. And there was a a Rusty that already pulled the rickshaw. I didn't need that little call back. But I get it for the, you know, for other people, they're not binging it like we are or whatnot. They it's been years. I so I felt the same way as you. I felt they should have just not done the callback and called him Rusty and let it be a nice little Easter egg for the super fans out there. Or or just give Kramer just like he just looks at him kind of weird like. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then move on, <laughs> yeah. and we would have like figured that out. Uh, but uh, Rusty steals the rickshaw He's and out. just bolts. <laughs> so, yeah. And I do like how they time him and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, George tries to uh, take the book back, but it's been flagged. And that cashier, did you recognize her? Of course, bro. It's uh, Mirren Dungey. Um, I always sort of know her as Alias. She was um, the roommate yeah. in Alias. But yep. newer people might recognize her on Brooklyn Nine-Nine as Jeffords' wife. She yep. has done so much work. She's been Tons. Tons, dude. Yeah. She was uh, one of the friends in King of Queens as well. Like, okay. She has done a lot of, like, you know... She's she's solid. She's a solid like side character. Yeah, she'll always be the roommate though in Alias for me, who yes. eventually got killed. I think, unfortunately. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't really watch that show, but it was it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So it was one of those shows that I liked, and then it petered out. You know, it didn't it didn't really sort of like land well. Yeah, true. All right, so Jerry, at the bookstore, sees Leo stealing another fucking book. Like, God damn it. Well, he needs to, you know, give him a little scare. So he talks to a security guard and he uh, only wants to scare him a bit. Uh, did you recognize the security guard at all? No, I didn't actually. Okay. Well, his name is Kevin Ruff and he was in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was in the uh, Amco episode. Interesting. He just yeah. looked like a generic brunette white guy to me, you sure. know. And I might have just been a background, but he was in Curb as well. So. Okay. All right, just another one of those connections that they've got. So anyway, um, he is, you know, Jerry just wants him to scare Uncle Leo, but he goes full on, uh, uh, you know, security guard guy and (laughs) gets the book back. There's like five of them there and everything. Swarm, swarm, (laughs) gets him. You're under, you know, you're under arrest. I'm like, buddy. You're not a cop. <laughs> you can't arrest him. Yeah. And, and then, you know, because there was an exchange earlier with Leo and, and Jerry where Leo's like, you know, if even if you see me, you say hello, you know, at, yeah. at, at monks and everything. And, you know, and I like it how Jerry hears like, hello. And then Leo goes, hello. And he just has a yeah, big well, frown. He's, he's upset that Jerry ratted him out, but they have that little hello, hello, yeah. at the end, which is funny. It's funny enough, I say. It's not great. It's okay. Um, well, it's only going to. It's not great now, but it's yeah. important for that dream later, which is fucking great. Uh, yeah, the dream is ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, I, li- I liked the dream. So, all right, at the apartment, Jerry talks to his mother on the phone. Uh, we find out Leo had priors. <laughs> Leo has priors. 
<laughs> and we also find out that his parents are equally terrible. <laughs> they steal shit all the time, too. Like, what the fuck? Are all old people like this? Yes, yes, they are. They they steal batteries. And I love how his mom, Helen, goes, and when Morty sometimes forgets, then I have to steal the batteries. <laughs> That was a great line right there. <laughs> it's a nice little reoccurring joke. They bring it back later when batteries. Um, yeah, like the the bookstore says, you know, why do we think we stopped carrying batteries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry and Newman come in, and you know about the the rickshaw that is gone right now, and they'll have to get it back. I, I gotta say real quick, um, I, I have installed stolen very many things in my life, but I I saw one time I saw this Boba Fett keychain, you know, and everything. I kind of liked it. Uh-huh. And it was like twenty bucks or whatever, but it was a keychain, and I literally pulled the Bilbo Baggins. Like after all, why shouldn't I keep it? And I just <laughs> put it in my pocket, walked out the store, and I'm not gonna lie, it felt exhilarating. Oh. <laughs> Wow, you are going to hell. I am. See our last episode. I am actually going to hell. <laughs> wow, I I don't remember stealing really anything <laughs> like that from a store. Like, this was only like 10 years ago. <laughs> you awful person. I know. Holy I know. Shit. I know. And it felt great, though. It felt oh, great. <laughs> God. All right. <sighs> I mean, I've stolen uh, copyrighted music. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> I've done that plenty. <laughs> Who has? So, there we go. Who has? Yeah. We were all we're all Napster babies <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, very much. So, all right. At Monks, uh, Elaine explains her whole situation. You know that she'll uh, she'll have to you know she'll dump him, and she will look better because of it because he has been cheating on her. So she will kind of you know I think she'll seem like the um, s- strong you know strong woman um in doing so george is upset about the whole book situation uh uncle leo is there jerry apologizes to him um we keep hearing and i don't think we ever get conclusion on this unless i'm wrong talking about his crime of passion we don't get anything in this episode and nothing the next episode i don't think it'll ever it's dead huh then why then then exactly then it's gonna die with this episode and i why this is the second time they've brought it up it bothers me that it is something that lets go. Well, it's it's because it's it's the tractor story from last episode, but we had a conclusion for that. We don't yeah. have it for this. Yeah, and I I don't like that. Yeah, I, no, so. I agree. I agree with you. All right, uh, Elaine sees the book that uh, George is talking. George is trying to sell it to her. Um, George also being an asshole. We know it's only worth a hundred dollars or only, and he's trying to sell it for more. Yeah, I can sell it for a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, let it go. Um, but. Elaine is looking at it on the dining, you know, on the diner's table. And Jerry, what is that doing <laughs> on the table? And I like how George is like, cool out, Jerry. Cool. Be cool. <laughs> he explains that it was in the bathroom. Oh, Elaine, no. Immediately, <laughs> let's go and walks to go wash her hands. Yep. Which is what I would do as well. Yeah. Uh, George talks about uh, what, you know, what do you read in the bathroom? And here's that, you know, where you said... You know, Jerry's like, I don't. Yeah. I don't read anything, which this is completely different nowadays. We don't need to bring books because we have phones. I know. We have games to play, you know, and, and music or YouTube videos to watch while we're pooping. Yeah. 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 So. I let my brother-in-law borrow um, uh, John Dies at the End, and then I saw it in the bathroom, and I was like, oh, I'll be burning that book. 
That's why I don't let people borrow books. Man, I could never like read an actual like long novel. Like any novel, I can't read it. Like it's got to be like nothing. I don't know. Like a magazine, magazine, sure, but like not for a novel. I'll put the caveat on it and say that I think you and I kind of don't get the aspect of it. It's when you have kids. The bathroom is the only place you get complete privacy from. And I wouldn't be surprised if at some point you and I start going to the bathroom more if we ever have kids and staying in there longer, essentially. Yeah, that could be it. Hey, everybody. Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal mm. is a joke. <laughs> All right, Peterman talks to Elaine about her lover, <laughs> is how he puts it. Yeah. And apparently Zach is back on the horse. He's on smack. He's on heroin. It's on heroin. They don't say heroin, but he's using all his uh, his Peterman over-the-top stuff. Um, and now Elaine can't break up with him because he's an addict, and she has to take care of him because he's going turkey, so gold, going cold turkey. And so she, she needs to be there for him. Damn it, Elaine. That wasn't Zach. That was the yam-yam. Yeah. I like all it of is. his yeah phrases. Uh, I... Peterman's not my favorite, I will say. Uh, I mean, I've mentioned that before. I'm not as huge of a Peterman fan as you are. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a, he's got a real choice one uh, uh, next episode that I really liked. Okay. All right. Uh, in bed, Jerry has a nightmare about Uncle Leo, and he's got his finger <laughs> tattoos that say, Jerry, <laughs> hello. With two L's <laughs> on one finger for the hello. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, long hair. And he's doing pull-ups. And I just love how he's like, Jerry, one pull-up. Hello, other pull-up, Jerry. I love it so much. He's, yeah. like, demented. And I think it's amazing. I also I, think I, that the re- where the rest of the scene goes is wild, too. Because uh, Jerry gets a call and wakes up. And um, Elaine is complaining about her fake boyfriend. And then all of a sudden, Kramer just walks into the bedroom. And Newman is there with him. <laughs> and you know, thinks he found the rickshaw. And Jerry's just screaming, get, get out. Get out. <laughs> he said, Jerry's, he got like a Kramer's like, okay, Newman, we'll go out in Jerry's kitchen and uh, make a sandwich. I like the good night, Jerry. Good night, 
Newman. <laughs> exactly. Because we always get the hello. Yeah. It's a good night. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But it, it's it's a weird setup because I know yeah. Elaine is up late with her boyfriend because he's going through detoxing. He's got the DTs. Um, oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Sort of. Um, and then, you know, you know, okay, Kramer and Newman probably are going to be night owls or whatever. But it did make it seem like Jerry was going to bed at 8 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was kind of odd. Yeah, everyone else was up, so yeah, kind of strange. But all right, the next day, Newman and Kramer get the rickshaw back. Uh, but Newman mentions, you know, be a shame. Only one of us really needs to needs to be running this thing. The other can relax. Yeah. And so he does this whole kind of eeny, meeny, miny, mo one. I'd never heard of no, it, no, but yeah. whatever. I, I'm sure it's uh, yeah, it's it's a, a complicated eeny, meeny, miny, mo. But clearly, the answer always is if there's two people, if you start by pointing to the other person, you're mm. always going to land on you at the end. So I like how Kramer's like, let's best two out of three. But then he starts the same way. I mean, he starts with Newman yeah. again, thinking that the outcome will be different. Whereas the yeah, words well, are mean, the same, you know? Honestly, though, that is the kind of way you thought as a kid. You didn't really <laughs> yeah. pay attention to how eeny meeny miny mo went yeah and so it seemed completely random but not at all no it's the same amount of words every time so if you start yeah. with the same person you're gonna get the same result exactly so all right uh george tries to donate the book to charity and <laughs> what a not funny callback to the not funny scene of the muffin tops and we get rebecca de mornay back i don't have any issues with her so no. sonia eddie does a fine job but it's the same kind of thing She's upset because it's been in a bathroom and the, you know, you can't donate a book that's been in a bathroom. This is the same fucking thing as the muffin stumps. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? This is not funny. This is not funny. And it's they try to do the same Rebecca De Mornay joke. It's almost as if the yeah. first time, because I think even you were you didn't even pick up on it. So it's almost no. like the first time they're like, you know, what, guys, that joke didn't land. So let's <laughs> do it again. And guess what? Still doesn't land. I was like, oh, because I, I caught it the first time. But this time I'm like, oh, well, that's the same joke again. OK, you know, yep. thanks. Um, Does, but yeah, she's she's some now. Yeah, she's working at like a goodwill place now. And yeah, um, well, and well, the thing is, before she was always working with homeless people. So that kind of like I'm fine with that because she was talking yeah, about yeah, the muffin sure. tops sure, and sure, everything. Sure. And you're right. Like, I think she's funny, like what she does. But that joke is just like, man, they really wanted us to like that Rebecca Domorne joke. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and when you donate stuff like this, if they don't want it, they'll just throw it away. Like you just leave it and walk away. Uh, but he's—I guess he does. He's trying to get a receipt for the value so he can make it a tax write-off. Yeah. So yes, you do have to talk to somebody about that. So. And then she like notices that it's flagged just by opening it. I was like, yeah. that doesn't that okay. But that's yeah, I know exactly. I don't know how they could have marked it. I understand. The store could have marked it because right, yeah, in an internal in their system, yeah, system type of thing. Sure, but whatever. Uh, Elaine buys a book at the fancy bookstore um, to try to get puke out of cashmere. Ha ha ha! Because her boyfriend apparently it was. Even though, why would she have him at? Well, I guess it's in her sweater or whatever. Yeah, it's not not necessarily at her apartment, but um, yeah. So because he's been retching and throwing up, and so Jerry goes to talk to the manager. Um, 
Newman and Kramer are going up a hill. And, of course, that's going to be a problem with these rickshaws. They're going to be tough. So Newman has to set it down for a second. And out down flies Newman. Ha, ha, ha. Just as Zach, who is all ready <laughs> for a new day, steps out into the street and he gets his ass fucking run over. Yes, he does. And that was so very much downtown L.A. Um, that was uh-huh. definitely like somewhere around like Wilshire and Spring and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit. Um, confirmed by the behind the scenes uh, discussion about it. Uh, the only thing for this episode they really talked about was this particular scene here. When Newman is going, that one shot from across the street where Newman's going backwards, uh, that was actually a uh, um, a special effects shot because there was a truck uh, that that was attached to that carried it, and they just, you know, yeah. they, they erased the truck from the, the shot. Easy easy enough because it's a stationary yeah. camera shot. Yes, yes. Um, but I yes. could do that in Premiere. Yeah, yeah, like seriously, you could you could do a shot like that nowadays like with like $100 programs easily. Yeah. Now, I will say... The whole time when when the shots with Kramer, where he's got the reaction shots, there's a guy behind him that looks like a security guard in the building behind him, literally just standing there watching the Dude, entire scene I being filmed. I absolutely noticed that. It's it's like they obviously didn't have people yeah. like um, PAs clearing out like the the the, the background like those are like legit. Yeah people walking in the street and they're just watching the Seinfeld episode being shot. Yeah. No, I absolutely noticed that. Yep. A hundred percent. They didn't fucking shut down the street or anything. Yeah. So, all right. So George is, uh, decided he's going to steal a book from the bookstore and then try to get the money back from it, even though he wouldn't have a receipt. You, um, so you defile one book, steal another, <laughs> ask for your money back. And to you, that's even. Yeah. That, that's justice for, <laughs> for, for George. So uh, Jerry, you know, to make an example, you know, because the bookstore only needs to make an example of someone. That's the what the manager said, apparently. And so he's like, well, you know what? Instead of Leo, get Leo off. Make an example of that guy. Swarm, swarm, <laughs> Jerry says. Ha ha. And we end on a freeze frame. And then we come back and there's no tag. <laughs> it's no stinger. Just the credits and music over the still shot of George getting arrested. Yeah, I felt jipped. Yes. Where's more episode? What are you doing? You've, you, you, is, you've given it to us this entire season and more. More seasons. They've been giving us stingers yeah. for, for ever since they stopped doing um the end stand-up, which is longer than they stopped yeah. doing the beginning stand-up. Yeah. This was my mind was blown right here, bro. So. Uh, I took us All off right. the last time. Uh, you kick us off with your final thoughts with this one. Sure. Um, there were some solid moments. Of course, it's Seinfeld. And there were mostly okay moments. And this was ended up being an okay episode for me. Not more, not less. Um, the old person stealing gag, I j- it just didn't resonate with me. Um, I know... I, here's my thing. I know old people think they're special. I know old people think they can get away with anything, and I think it's bullshit. And maybe this is my own hatred of boomers and how much they've ruined us and and our ability to actually own anything and do anything with our lives. Um, I don't hate all boomers. Of course not. This is just like religious people. I don't hate all religious people. Go back to our last episode to hear me talk about that. Um, But I just I, I can't resonate with that joke. It just didn't work for me. Um, yeah, I don't give them a pass just because they're old. Yeah. Fuck no. Um, Elaine's storyline is okay. It's not great. It's okay. I feel like Elaine shouldn't give a fuck 
about, you know, because she's she's already been brought down so many pegs in this company. You know, she's not the president anymore. She's whatever. Um, she's an associate uh, as well. <laughs> what we find out. Well, we're all associates. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like it's not her reputation. Is it that big of a deal? But whatever. Uh, the Jerry and Leo stuff. I liked it's fine. That's that's some of my more humorous stuff. Along with I do like the rickshaw. I like Newman. Um Georgia stuff with the book. I'm on the store side the entire fucking time. And, Fuck George. And Jerry's side, yeah. And you're supposed to exactly I'm on Jerry's side. And you're supposed to be, I think, because George yeah. is a fucking idiot. So some things that worked, some things that didn't. Overall, it goes right down the middle for me. I'm giving it two point five out of five. Toilet books. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I, I pretty much feel the same way as you. Um, I really love the the Jerry Leo stuff. I think that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I even like that dream sequence. I thought that was absolutely uh-huh. just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, ridiculous. It's, good. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's great. Um, the, the fucking... You know, the rickshaw stuff was was fine. I enjoyed that. Uh, Elaine stuff ultimately I found to be rather pointless. Because uh, yeah. who gives a shit if you're the if you're the office skank? Like, I, why would I wouldn't want to fucking deal with someone detoxing to to fucking you know all of a sudden not be the office skank? I'll just be the office skank. I don't mind. Um, why not? <laughs> so uh, you know, and then George's thing, like like you said, I'm not with George, but I mm-hmm. related to this storyline and everything as as sort of like as opposition to George which I think you said how I think that's how we're supposed to be and whatnot um but no stinger at the end yeah, my god yeah. that that knocked it down for me man by a half a point to be truthful with you because I was like I feel like we don't have a complete episode now yeah. so if anything you know what give me more uh him I would just take Leo doing more Jerry hello you know I would just, yeah. just do that on repeat I would be fine with that so uh you know like I said it's a fun episode I think I liked it a little bit better than you um so I'm you gonna did like that opener and I didn't like that opener I did like that opener so I'm gonna give that 0.5 better than you so I'm gonna give it three stolen batteries out of five uh, old people and their damn batteries. <laughs> Fucking old people. But you know what? There ain't no old people in the BFOP network, baby. I guess, I guess, unless, you know, you're 20, I'm 44. Oh my God, I am old. So if you're 20, yeah, you're, that statement is, is, is Zach, Zach is older than you, right? Yeah, Zach and Diallo are, and Diallo like, are older. Yeah, yeah they're, they're probably the grandparents of the BFOP <laughs> network. They're the boomers. <laughs> Yeah, who's the youngest? Is, is Dean? I think the it's youngest probably or? Dean. I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know how yeah. young James is in uh, from Action Action. He might be, but I think Dean. Offhand, Scott, I would say Dean. Scott is a little bit younger than us as well. So yeah. So we we run the gamut. We run the gamut on the BFOP network. <laughs> well, between between Gen X and yeah. and millennials yeah. slash Gen Y. Pretty so, much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, but check out all the great shit we have going on. Check out Action Action. Check out Talking Back. Check out uh, Blast from Our Past podcast. Check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. Check out Return Revenge Resurrection. Check out Comics Underground. And, of course, the, the the runaway hit. Check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. That show <laughs> no, is no. fucking doing sure. gangbusters numbers. So thank you all for, for supporting that show. And, uh, you know, check out Podcasting After Dark. But, uh, Adam, man, yeah. congrats on Throwback Trivia Takedown. You guys are oh, it over you, there. sir. No, it's good. It, the trivia community is a generous and wonderful community, and I, uh, I'm glad to be a part of them. I'm a big trivia fan, so um, I'm very happy that it's actually – we've gotten – 
Uh, we've had multiple Jeopardy champions on the show before, like a three-time champion. And actually, I had um, uh, a different – he was like a 12-day champion message me on our uh, Facebook. He's going to be on the show upcoming later on. Like, like we've got some legit fucking people who want – like, literally, they're saying, I want to be on That's the show. So, I'm like, dude. Cool. That means, that means you're doing it right, my man. When they come to yeah. you, that means you're doing it right. So, guys and gals. Seriously, if there's one podcast, go check out Throwback Trivia Takedown if you like that shit. It's good shit. And uh, all all the links for every podcatcher for every podcast can be found on our network website, bfopnetwork.com. That's bfopnetwork.com. Oftentimes lovingly referred to as... B... B... I love it. And we'll catch you guys next week on the Patreon feed with the Frogger. everybody i'm Corey, and i'm zach and we're the hosts of podcasting after dark a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s often found on hbo and cinemax you know the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid you can find us every other week on apple podcasts spotify podbean and stitcher this is what you want this is what you get